guys, and welcome to episode 10 of Acting the Future. I'm your host, Axel. Before we start today's very special episode, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that has been here and listened to all 10 episodes or 9 episodes. This is the 10th. Or anyone that has just tuned in for a minute or whatever. It really means a lot. The positivity you guys have been sending me, DMs, you know, I'm really loving it. If you have any tips for me and or anything, feel free to chuck a DM. But anyway, back into the podcast. Today's podcast, we have very special guest, Hayden Pedersen. He has over 1 million subscribers on YouTube. Congrats, Hayden. Uh, almost 200,000 on Instagram is an amazing person. And yeah, welcome, Hayden. Don't talk me up too much. I'm not that great. <laughs> nah, th- thanks for having me on the show, man. I'm, I'm keen to have a good old conversation with you. Yeah, it should be good fun. So, a couple of people probably won't know you that are listening to this podcast. So, can you start off by telling us a bit about yourself? Um, yeah. So, who am I? I'm. My name is Hayden Pedersen, and I am a photographer, filmmaker from a small town called Warrigal in Victoria, which is in Australia. And I, I've just been a creator pretty much all my life. And like it, it yeah. That's pretty much all there is to say. I, I make. YouTube videos about like getting the shot in photography as well as uh, just normal kind of day in the life vlogs. Yeah, I love that. I'm, for anyone that doesn't know, and you've probably seen it on my Instagram stories, I'm a massive fan of Hayden and his gang. If you go back to episode four and look at a Seven Theories podcast, uh, we chat a bit about Hayden in that as well as episode nine with CK Creative. They're good mates. Oh, awesome. Wait, you've done a podcast with. Liam and CK? Yeah, episode nine was Chris and four was Liam. Dude, you know what? Like, I just have to give it to you. It is actually amazing that someone of... How old are you? I turned 12 pretty recently. Oh, you are 12 years old. What do you mean? And you're doing podcasts. You're reaching out to other creators. And what I love about you, man, is... um. You, you are just all over it. Like when you reach out to other people, like it, it, you, if I don't reply to you, because you know that obviously I get a lot of messages, yeah. like you'll just keep bombarding me <laughs> with messages and comments and stuff. There's just absolutely no holding back. And the fact that you do that is the reason why we're here today. So yeah. I commend your perseverance and never giving up. Yeah, it's funny because I try my best not to hassle people, but I, because recently i had about six weeks of episodes in the book and then about two weeks ago i had a couple people pull out so i had no episodes so the people that were like you know had said yes but were really busy i just had to hassle and i felt so bad in some ways but i i felt that it was the only way to get to keep the podcast going so sorry about that no, dude, uh, don't do not be sorry. It is the best thing. Never like for anyone who's listening right now. If you want to reach out to a creator, don't feel annoying by hassling them because usually, especially if they're a bigger kind of creator, they have a lot of people messaging them. So um, definitely don't feel bad because it's actually the only way in order to get in touch with them. Or you just keep doing your thing. You keep grinding away with the podcast or whatever you're doing. And eventually, inevitably, you will end up um, working with them if that's what you uh, desire. Yeah, I, I totally agree on that point. So obviously, you're, I'd consider you as a filmmaker, photographer, kind of all of the content creating. When did you start that and what age? Um, 
Well, when I was younger, my dad, uh, my dad used to have like this old family video camera and he would just document stuff sort of like a vlog, except he would never put it out there. It's just like family videotapes. And I used to be, I used to love, uh, getting on the camera and just being an idiot. And then like when he put the camera down, I would pick up the camera and I was probably like five or something. And I was just like slowly like sort of learning how to use the camera and just screwing around with it. The videos were horrible. Um, but that's, I feel like that's where it started. And then like when it came into like primary school, I was just like doing some creative stuff, like little animations and stuff here and there. And then I ended up making a video uh, for assembly where it was like just a compilation of a basketball video in grade six. And um, uh, yeah, and when I showed it to other people, people really liked seeing their faces on the videos. And I love seeing people smile when they saw the video. So I think that that's where uh, it all started with filmmaking. But then uh, as the years went on, I started to do more photography stuff because uh, I just loved using the camera. And like, I, if I'm using a camera, I want to learn how to do photography stuff as well. So when I got older, like back, like maybe when I was like 16 or something, when like the parties are really ramping up in high school, I wanted to go to more parties. Literally, I just wanted to get invited to more parties. So uh, I was seeing that other people were doing event photography to get invited to parties that they they didn't even know the people that uh, were at the party. They just wanted to go. So I wanted to do that. So I did event photography. Um, and the more that I did that, I just like started to fall in love with photography more and more. And then eventually a few years later, up until now, I've just been like merging photography and videography well, filmmaking ever since. Yeah, I, I, the other day I, I was really bored because, you know, with all this homeschooling and stuff, there's not too much to do outside of school because we're, we're, we're not being strict with the whole uh, COVID thing, but we're being as careful and not getting out too much. Um, so I decided to scroll down to the very bottom of your your page <laughs> um, because oh, I, no. actually, I got inspired by Norwegian Borders, actually, because they posted, you know, you uh, you know, with the – at the meet and greet with the bodybuilders. And um, yeah, you there was a lot of the event. Norwegian borders. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually um online friends with uh, one of the creators. He's a really good guy. That's awesome. Yeah, so you're obviously also a YouTuber, or at least I think you are, uh, with congrats on a million subscribers, by the way. Um Thanks, man. Why did you start YouTube? And do you have any tips for people that are wanting to start YouTube? Uh, I started out on YouTube because I wanted to have a platform to be able to share my stories uh, to give the possibility uh, to inspire other people, essentially. But like, what I love is honest self-expression. I love putting myself out there and being an idiot not not even just being an idiot, just being myself, just letting my, not holding anything back because when you get older, people tend to get conditioned into trying to fit in and not so much being themselves. So what I love doing is going against that and actually being myself. And what happens when I am myself on camera and I'm sharing that with the world and telling those stories that could possibly entertain people it reminds other people of the same light that they have in themselves that they can also uh, express themselves as well. So essentially, it's just a way 
Uh, I use YouTube as a platform to share the stories and the messages that mean most to me. Yeah, I love, I love the, that's one of my actually favorite things about your YouTube is the, because I believe when I was chatting to, uh, I think it was Liam about, uh, you know, going down the, going to film school and stuff, how you went to um, uni for, I believe was filmmaking and then you, he reckons it was probably one of the best things that could happen to you because your storytelling is just amazing. Well, I, I, <laughs> I try my best, honestly, like, yeah, uni, film school, uh, there was a lot in it that I already knew and there was a lot in it where I felt like it was sort of a waste of time. But what's really good about going to a film school or university, whatever you want to call it, is it gives you a sort of direction in uh in filmmaking and what like you know that when you get out of that course and you finish it you know that you're going to have some sort of direction to be able to uh how do I say identify with other people which the biggest thing uh to identify with other people and inspire other people and keep people actually interested in your podcast in your uh your photography or your filmmaking is storytelling and that's uh that's the biggest thing that I took out of it which I'm super grateful for yeah, so do you would you consider yourself uh like with storytelling and everything, is that your favorite bit about making videos? Is the storytelling the thing that just excites you to make videos? Yes, one hundred percent. Because I know that storytelling I well actually no, I don't know this, but I am ninety nine point nine percent sure that uh, storytelling or the need to tell stories, it's literally a human need. So uh, being able to tell stories uh, with an arc and like show uh, character progression, like beginning, middle, end kind of thing, knowing that you've made a story that can like get the viewer to be sort of like submerged in it as if that they're, they just don't want to do anything else. Like they become a part of the story. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I, I love that. I love your, your I guess, thinking behind that. So, there, like I said, there's a lot of kids and teenagers that, you know, look up to you. For people that want to go down your path in filmmaking, photography, what tips do you have for people to, you know, to roughly follow along your path? Well, First thing is don't look for inspiration because the more you look for inspiration, the less you feel like you'll have it. And then you will be like, oh, I'm not inspired. And then you won't create anything. Never rely on inspiration. Uh, just do. Honestly, like ideas are very simple. You don't need to, I mean, not simple, uh, overrated. I, I think that ideas are overrated. I think that uh, you can have the most simple idea that could be really weird and stuff. But then like if you execute upon it, then you never know what's going to come out of it. Literally the other day I did, I had mustard and ketchup and I just made a video out of that. And it's like the weirdest, most stupid whack idea, but I ended up doing it anyway because I just thought that, you know, why not? And what came out of it was a story that I was really happy with telling. Um, the second thing would be is if you're trying to grow or something on social media or you're trying to make uh, your filmmaking, photography, whatever it might be, into a living by going on social media, do not focus on the numbers. Whatever you do, 
please. Because the more you focus on the numbers, the more you feel like you'll lack it. Because the thing is, when you desire something, that reinforces that you lack it in the first place. So don't focus on the numbers. You can't control that. So like if you make a video or like you you uh, take a photo and you upload it to Instagram or whatever, and it gets maybe 50 likes or something, you might be like, oh, hell yeah, 50 likes. But then the next one, if you upload it and it only gets like maybe 20 likes, you'll be disappointed. So you can't base your own happiness and passion on something external like that. Um, that's the second thing. Uh, the third thing would be literally just like doing the opposite of that, which is focusing on what really matters, which is the creativity. Focus on what actually gets you G'd up. What actually makes you excited about what you do? Focus 100% into that and don't hold anything back. That's the biggest thing I'd say. Yeah, I I love that. I'm, it's funny. When I'm when I'm listening to the podcast, a lot of like I it's it's almost like listening to someone else's podcast. Like I love it so much being able to hear some amazing stories and tips straight up. Yeah. Well, you're actually a part of it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I this is one of the reasons I reckon I started my podcast is you get to learn so much from from people that you just ab- like really ad- look up to and adore. Yeah. Well, one of the good things about uh, doing a podcast is like the more you do it, like it, essentially it's a conversation. So you become really good at listening to people, and I think that that's super overrated these days. Like people are always trying to like prepare their response. They're trying to think of like the perfect thing to say and everything. But if you take your attention out of that and onto the actual conversation, focus on what the other person's actually saying, then your response will come off just naturally because it will be coming not from a place of uh, being self-conscious, but from a place of actually being genuinely interested in the other person. So one of the great things about being on a podcast and doing the whole podcast thing like what you're doing, Axel, is uh, being able to become a really good listener. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You're a you're a fellow podcaster yourself or you and the boys with Between the Frames. How did you get into that idea and why did you do it? Um, what inspired us to do that was essentially we I've been into podcasts for like a very long time. I love just listening to them like on drives on the way home or something, a long drive, or maybe like while I'm doing a workout or something, there's so much value and lessons, as you said, that can be learned from podcasts. So uh, it was honestly coming from a place of like, okay, what's another form of value that we can provide to our audiences, all of our audiences collectively, where people can just like sit down, chill out and listen to us just talk like raw, uncut. That's what I love about it because it's like actually being there in the conversation that's what inspired me anyway but we need to do we need to do it more because we've been like very slack uh but it's it's also like i've been focusing a lot on videos and with the whole social isolation thing we just haven't been on top of it but we do have to get on top of it yeah I, i love those podcasts they're good good content um so you wait you record the podcast out of your house right you have the setup there I do. Yeah, it's in my house in Melbourne. Yeah, I actually really enjoy it. It looks like a really cool setup. That's where you film all your like uh, talking stuff a lot as well, don't you? Like, you know, at the end of videos and stuff. 
yeah, I, I used to use that space a fair bit. Um, I don't use it so much anymore because I don't even really think about the space that I'm filming in. Like if I have an idea or if it's something that, like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter where I am, like where I'm filming as, as long as I'm kind of telling the story. But I used to do that because I was like, oh, hell yeah, we got like this uh, red backdrop because my the wall yeah. in that room is red. But now that I think about it, it's like, it really just does not matter where you're filming as long as you're telling the story. That's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree on that. So if you could go back to my age or age 12 to give yourself some advice for the future, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, going back to age 12. Well, uh, what the advice that I would give myself would be never to lose your inner kid so that um that kind of pure potential that young people have uh before life really hits them that's where life is like it's really magical and you can have that like when you're older like i still i fight to get back to that um but society when you get older and when you get out of school it's uh, people don't like expressing themselves. They, they're too scared. They're scared to be vulnerable and stuff. But when you're like 12 years old or younger or whatever, you're not worrying about that stuff. You're just doing what you're doing because you want to do it. And that's, that's how it should be. Just keep it simple and just keep being, keep being a kid. No matter what anyone else says about you or whatever, don't try to impress other people. Live to express, not to impress. I I love that. That's a that's a quote I really like. Live. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. So you've obviously been on a lot of trips uh, with the boys and I don't know, you've probably been on lots with your family as well. What is your favourite videography or photography memory? Oh, probably. Well, one of my favourites was doing the photo battle in Sweden when I – was invited by Epidemic Sound and the boys came over as well. Uh, I ended up meeting a whole bunch of other creators and I told them about this idea like, hey guys, we're going to do this like photo battle. And I explained to them like all the rules and stuff. So we ended up having like multiple creators, not even, not just photographers. Like we did have Philip and Miguel Dorset, which are German photographer, uh, videographer, YouTubers. Uh, they were they were in the photo battle, but we had other creators and stuff coming on it as teams as well. So there were there were I think it was a team of like three people on each team, and there was three teams. So there was a total of nine people in the photo battle, which was really hectic. And I loved being able to share that with other creators. I think that when other creators, like when you work together with other creators, uh, and you guys are all on the same kind of uh, how do you say not level, but like sort of uh sort of like the same page uh when it comes to creating and stuff amazing things can happen another thing another one of the most amazing things that i got to do was a few months ago when i went over to america i ended up going with some other creators and we went out to this uh dry lake bed which kind of looked like a desert and we sent up this massive ass drone that um that like when we turned it on and everything, it looked like a UFO. So that photo shoot was amazing. Being able to work with other creators and synergize like that. Yeah, I love that. Talking about Sweden, I'm actually half Swedish. My mum and my whole mum's side is Swedish, and I, I'm that's one of my goals. We were supposed to go back this year. We go every 
go there for three months in Swedish summer. Um, but but COVID, we can't do it this year. But I am, um, I one of my goals is to go to Stockholm, which is about a four and a half hour drive, and recreate some of your guys' photos in those like underground train stations. Oh, dude, it's amazing. Like those train stations are the most amazing I think I've ever seen in the world. So definitely. Yeah, it's so funny. I've been to Stockholm a couple of times and I never knew how beautiful some of those train stations are. Yeah, dude, like you, all you need to do, honestly, no matter where you are, whether it be Stockholm or Melbourne or whatever, you just, I think the best thing to do is to just go out and explore. Like literally the other night, um, Mike and Liam, they, they, they've been like going out in the city doing street photography, like the, for the longest time, but they just went out another time. They walked into a different direction that they would usually go. And they found this amazing location and they thought that they had already kind of figured Melbourne all out and they live here, but it just like, when it comes down to it, if you're just going out to explore, like you never know what you're going to get. That said, like being 12 years old, I don't know what your mum says about that, but um, when you get older, for sure. Yeah, I I agree. My mum's my mum thinks my mum gives me a fair bit of independence, which is which is really good though. Um, so with what the future holds, what do you have any plans for the near future or next year in your you know YouTube or photography? Any trip plans or anything going on well pretty much all my trip plans ended up getting obliterated by the coronavirus so that was awesome but uh as of now like honestly just like being able to do as much uh creative stuff as possible just being able to and also being able to slow down like that's what i've realized with this whole covid situation I got very much on the hamster wheel of trying to get content out there all the time so that I could like stay relevant and like people would uh, be watching my stuff and everything. But the thing is, um, if you're if you're doing that, you, it's a very easy way to get burnt out. And that's creating from a place of fear, not from a place of love, which uh, I, I'm sort of, um, now that I've had some time to be by myself, I've kind of taken a step back from YouTube just for a few days to kind of reassess what's going on. So now essentially I'm creating on my own timeline, giving my own, giving myself as much time as I want to be able to create something. So I don't have any pressure of anything outside so I can focus on the process and just have fun doing my thing. Um, so that, that's pretty much it. Just keep on making videos and keep on taking photos. And hopefully when this whole COVID situation ends, uh, hopefully we'll be heading up to Germany or uh, the UK I would just love to go around the world again. I miss traveling so much. <laughs> yeah, I I totally agree. I I often travel a lot with my mum for like work trips and I kind of act as a like PA and help organize everything so I often get on her trips and I miss it so much. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah, so towards the end of our podcast, I usually spend about 10 to 15 minutes on a virtual spin the wheel, which are kind of like, quick fireish sort of questions where they're very off topic questions like very random questions so fast paced yeah or relatively fast we want to give it a bit of bit of detail but not as detailed as the usual questions all right done let's do this all right so i'm gonna spin the wheel and the first question is what is your favorite smoothie 
Oh, so random. I actually, <laughs> I actually thought that was going to be some sort of photography thing. Maybe that's a good photography idea, smoothie photography. Uh, anyway, um, favorite smoothie would have to be probably a banana protein smoothie. And uh, I love Boost Juice. Shout out yeah. to Boost Juice. I am. I am. Um, we know Janine. I'll let her know that you like Boost Juice, the um, founder. Do you, of actually, do you actually know Janine? Because I'm like best friends with Riley, her son. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was, that was the same conversation came up in Chris's podcast. So my mom is good friends with Janine and therefore I, we know Janine. I don't think I've ever met Riley though. Oh, really? Interesting. Met Janine a couple times, or a fair few times, but I've I only really found out that uh, about Riley, like specifically um, when I was on the podcast with Chris a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, nah, he, he's a legend. Yeah, he sounds like a really good guy. He's a YouTuber as well, actually. Yeah, I was searching him up. What's his YouTube? Major Kill. He makes videos about um, uh, what's the video game? Uh, oh. Uh, it's 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 not coming to my mind uh, i forgot what the warhammer that that's oh, yeah, it yeah. yeah i think i've heard about that yeah all right let's move on to the next question what is your favorite quote oh the desire for a positive experience is in itself a negative experience and but paradoxically the acceptance of one's negative experience is in itself a positive experience alan watts Bro, I was um, I that's one of my favorite ones, uh, like because I I think you posted about it a couple months ago, and now I am a massive fan of that. Well, it's it's just very practical, and you can yeah. apply it to literally every situation in your life. So it's helped me a lot. Yeah, I agree. That uh, that's I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I totally agree. That um, <laughs> you ever you ever like film something and. You're trying to make a response and then you're kind of like, what do I say? And then it becomes like really, really awkward. Yeah. Well, all the time. <laughs> That's a part of it, man. You got to just love, you got to love it as much as you can. You can't resist it because if you resist it, then that causes suffering. It's a part of the process, man. You will always screw up. Always. Yeah, 100%. All right. Next one. As it's spinning and it has stopped and it is the biggest photography or filmmaking fail oh well one time uh this isn't like a huge fail i was a pill action no, that was a pretty it was a pretty big fail um i i when i did event photography there was this one time where uh i was uh, yeah i was i was taking photos everything was all good it was all awesome and then getting everyone all to like group up and stuff. And some people were like, I don't really want to get in the group. Like, I don't want to get, be a part of the photo. Some people resist it. And I'm just like, come on guys. Like, honestly, I'm the photographer. Just give me a break. Let me do my thing. And uh, I said, and then eventually I ended up like getting them to come into the group. Everyone got all together. Finally, it took me like 15 minutes to, to get everyone together. I go to take the photo. People are like, oh, I don't really want to be in the photo. I go to take it. And then, boom, my flash is dead. It's just like completely out of battery. So I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, everyone. I don't have any spare batteries. So I'm going to have to go all the way down to Woolies. So I did that. Everyone was like, oh, my God, you're kidding me, right? 
So yeah, I ended up going down to Woolies, ended up like getting the, the batteries, ended up coming back and then I ended up taking the photo. But people had to wait in that same position pretty much for about uh, like 20 minutes, which for some people, especially when they don't want to do it, that's a long time. Oh yeah, I can I can feel the pain that you would have been going through your head when you went yeah. for the photo. It was painful, but yeah, what can I you can do? Feel that. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna spin it again, and it has landed on. What is your favorite city? Oh, my favorite city. I love honestly. I love Melbourne. Um, next or on par would be New York. Uh, yep mainly because of like probably the photography and just like all the stuff there. And I love the energy of the place. Um, lastly, if it was like a top three, uh, the third on my list would probably be um, Tokyo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really like Tokyo. Yeah, same. Tokyo is such, like, such a vibe, if yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's such a vibe of a thing. <laughs> Yeah, when, <laughs> you, when you're there, you almost don't want to go. Like, even if even if you're there for like three or four days, you leave. And then, I like when we, I've been, I think, twice or three times. You've as been soon everywhere. As you leave, I know. I do a lot of travel. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very lucky. My um, my since my parents travel a lot for work, they, I've been very lucky for them to bring me to a to a lot of places. But um, I it's often like. You'd leave a location, especially Tokyo, and then the next day you'd see someone post an Instagram of a spot. You're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, there's like, so many spots. Tokyo is just, like, huge in, like, locations and all the, you know, like, bouquet and, oh. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, i got to get back there. I miss Japan so much. Yeah, same here. Um, mm. So I'm the spinner again, and this question is what is your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book, hmm, there, I, hmm, I actually have to think about that. Um, I've read a fair few books. Uh, probably the most practical one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, also, Ego is the Enemy and The Seven Spiritual Laws of success by Deepak Chopra. That's that's funny you say that. I think the first book you mentioned and that one you just mentioned, my mom is reading currently. Really? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like amazing. Like the 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 Seven Habits is more of a practical way uh, to live your life, and like according to psychology and stuff. Uh, but the the spiritual habits. I oh, know that there's this. What is it? The seven spiritual uh laws of success or whatever it's called um that's that's more like they're actual like laws uh it, with nature and if you live in accordance to those laws then you'll get what you desire and live a good life essentially yeah it's funny my mom is really eager for me to start reading the the habits one really well if you can read that that is hectic because it's pretty heavy <laughs> I think we were going to read it like together, like, you know, sit down and like mum reads a bit, I read a bit. And then because like, I don't know if I'd be able to, to fully understand it to the to yeah. the best of my ability, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, 
yeah, even some of the stuff it took me a while to understand, and I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we are going to spin this wheel again. And Let's do this. This question is. <laughs> oh, it lags. I'm going to have to click it again. Do you what do it on like a website or something? Yeah, it's called like wheelspinner.co or something like that. Interesting. So, what is your favorite food? My favorite food would have to be pasta. Any particular type of pasta? Any sauce? What do you... Tortellini. And sometimes... Okay, if if you're an Italian and you're listening to this, uh, you're going to judge me. I used to do a lot of... Uh, I used to have a lot of ketchup on my pasta. I don't know if that's not normal, but apparently, according to all the Italians that I've spoken to... That is disgusting, and I should what? never do that again. So, um, yeah. What? I have wait. I've never heard that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. It was just. Um. Yeah. It. I'm just weird, you know. Yeah, I I love having ketchup on my pasta. That's like the most normal thing ever for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I learned something new that Italians do not like ketchup on their pasta. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That in the learnings. Well, it's not it's ketchup. Gonna... Like Italians like have normal that like tomato sauce like that they actually make. But I'm talking about like ketchup. Like, yeah. So anyway. That, that's, the, that's the title of, um, of the podcast. Uh, Hayden <laughs> disagrees with Italian about ketchup scandal. Yeah, scandal, not clickbait. <laughs> yeah, not clickbait in the hood, viral. Yeah, yeah vi- in the hood, in the hood, viral, exclamation mark. There we go. We we just got a million views. All right, yeah. we're gonna click, we're gonna do two more, and then we'll move on to this last quick segment. All okay. right, here we go. Who is your favorite YouTuber? Uh. Well, Casey Neistat uh, inspired me to start YouTube. I love him. I love David Dobrik's vlogs. I love uh, Peter McKinnon. And yeah, th- those are probably my favorite ones. Yeah. And apart, feel- obviously also, I love the boys. Like, Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, fu- it's funny when you need Casey Neistat and David Dobrik the most, they, they almost vanish. I mean, David did, but Casey had... I wish Casey was doing his old daily uploads. Yeah, but the thing is that he, you can only do daily for so long before you're going to get burnt out, and he had yeah. this coming for a long time. It's literally oh, just not sure. sustainable. I know. It, it's a lot of work, especially if you edit your own videos. Like, there's obviously a lot of people that have editors, but if you edit your own videos, that's it's a lot of time put in in a day for doing yeah. videos no it's just it's you can't do it like just straight up doesn't matter who you are it you can't do it for your whole life it's impossible yeah, yeah that's yeah that'd be crazy <laughs> right here we go we have the next one who is your favorite podcaster joe rogan agree <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he's definitely up there why why do you like him I like him because he's very good at listening and he doesn't when when he does his podcast he voices his own opinion uh whether the other person whether the other person likes it or not so whenever he says something the way that he 
Like he's okay with conflict. He's okay with having differing opinions to the person that he's talking to, which creates uh, a real, a real uh, sense of authenticity in what he says. Um, but sometimes like, you can like feel that it's like sort of uncomfortable. It's like he just completely disagreed with the other person. But the way that he gets away with that is like he says, like, look, I completely disagree with that, but I, I think you're a great person. So he's not, he's not attacking the person. He's attacking what they're saying. So it doesn't go to their ego. That's what I love about him. Yeah, totally. Same here with me. Um, so we're going to do one last one, and that is, who is your favorite Instagrammer? Instagrammer? I don't like, oh, actually, Demas. D-E-M-A-S on Instagram. Him and, uh, yeah, that would probably have to be it. I, I don't really care about Instagram so much. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah. I discovered Demis on TikTok like five days ago. And then I saw that he was shooting with the boys in, in Sydney last night. And now I love his content. Yeah, I still haven't met him. Um, yeah. Uh, and I also love Andrew Optics. His stuff is unreal as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, agree. Mm. Right, so we are going to do one last thing that it isn't really a question, but uh, before I end my podcast, I rely a lot of for my guests on connecting. So from people that you have contact with, who do you think would fit the podcast that you could potentially introduce me to? Um, well, you've, you've spoken to CK, you've spoken to Liam. I would say Mike. Uh, but he swears a lot, so we'll see about that. Um, Lamont, Lamont would be good. Uh, yeah, who yeah. else? Have you have you spoken to Tom Noski? Yep, done. Tom Noski was uh, episode five, I believe. Oh my god, you you're killing it. Um, honestly, uh, I don't like the. I think what's good is to talk to the people around your area, so the people in Melbourne. So I think, yeah. North Borders, Mike, he would be great. Um, But it it might, I'm just trying to think because it might be actually difficult for people that are overseas because I'm not talking to them face to face. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I would say Mike, honestly. Yeah, I've done a couple episodes overseas, but Mike would be really good if there's any way you could introduce me to him. That'd be. I'll tell him. Yep, for sure. Awesome. That is going to wrap off episode 10 of Acting the Future. If you have made it this long, I just want to say a massive thank you. If you want to have a look at Hayden on social medias, his YouTube is Hayden Pedersen and his Instagram is Haydos uh, underscore Pedersen. If you want to have a look at any of my social medias, I'm 56th Grid on Instagram, YouTube and a few other platforms. I would really appreciate if you could share this to one other friend that you think would benefit from it uh, it mean a lot to me and it could potentially mean a lot to them if they enjoy it and uh, i look forward to seeing you guys next wednesday for episode 11 thank you we out